This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the award-winning To Hallenbeck podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Witto, and we are proudly sponsored by Kingfisher and Old Logical Bar in Hull. And today we have an opposition preview with Tom from And He Takes That Chance podcast. So, Tom, how are you this evening? I'm not bad, mate. Nice to be back on again. Um, <laughs> same circumstances as the last mm. two times I've been on, I think. But, yeah, we'll we'll delve into that, won't we, for our yeah. next few uh minutes yeah we've recently just had our one year anniversary with Felima senior so uh to be a whole fan is kind of a positive thing but uh just talk to me a little bit about uh neil warnock uh keeping up the last season and then the managerial change you've made already this season yeah so i think warnock coming in was a bit of a um I don't know. I think a lot of town fans kind of obviously wanted it. Um, he's, he's, he was a legend at Huddersfield before last season because he, he got promoted uh, into the now championship. Um, and I think there was always a bit of, oh, I wonder if Warnock could ever come back to town kind of thing. And um, it, I think it was a very sensible appointment on a couple of fronts. Um, I think if we'd have ended up getting relegated, it would have <laughs> softened the blow a lot because it would have there'd have been a bit of fight there and it would have been under Warnock still. And, you know, I think a lot of town fans were just happy to see Warnock back because uh, before he came in, I think a lot of people were resigned to us going down, to be honest. Um, I think I, m- I remember when we, we played you that away game and Fotheringham was still in charge, but I remember us both saying it's quite an, it was an important game for both of us at that point. I think you just about got out of it you were about to get out of it and we, I remember us both saying like oh if Town win this oh, we might be able to get a bit of momentum going we ended up drawing didn't we but um, and Fomrigham gone Warnock keeps us up brilliant stuff um, celebration everyone's kind of pinch of salt chanting one more year Warnock and all that and then we get that over the summer and you're kind of thinking brilliant what a sensible thing because it's quite a big transition happening at Huddersfield now we've got new owners Kevin Nagel American only only really just come in over the summer so 
I mean, it takes a lot of time to kind of build things up and bringing in players and stuff like that isn't always that easy. Apparently, there's a lot of there was a lot of um, I don't know monetary things that weren't there this summer that kind of hindered us a bit in potentially signing players. So, and um, we'll see if that changes in January. Um, but yeah, with Warnock, it's pretty much got the same team. So, um, he Warnock as Warnock does says a lot of things that maybe uh is a bit over the top but saying he thinks this team is a at least a playoff challenging team and you think yeah fair enough i mean i mean any ta- any you ask any huddersfield town fan at the start of this year and everyone was happy to have a nice boring mid-table season because it's uh somewhat silly like the stat is like in the last um 20 seasons or something like that we've had maybe um, I think it's three seasons where we've not either been involved in a relegation battle or a playoffs promotion thing. So it's it's been very stressful being a Huddersfield Town fan at that time. So it would have just been nice to have a really boring season. And with Warnock, we'd have got that. We'd have had stability. We'd have had that. I think you might have flirted with a playoffs, but <laughs> it, it would have been mid-table, just a nice, safe season. And then obviously... He is now gone. Mm. So, I mean, I think the last time Warnock had a, a full season was probably with Cardiff when they got relegated from the Premier League in 2019. So so do you think it would have been stable or, or do you think that at this stage he's better coming in later in the season? Maybe you could get him again in March. <laughs> I don't think... He, I think that's it. I think he's done with us now. You never know. He'll probably mm. come back to someone else won't he, later in March, but... Um, yeah. uh, it, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, he, he goes out on that the press conference that announced he was leaving. He kind of goes out and says he was surprised. He was him and Jepson were hoping to be there all the year, all all season, or at least to Christmas. I think the way things were going, I mean, the foot like you could see the team was wasn't half decent, like it was solid. Um, but there was also bits there where he's hinted at it they didn't bring in players over summer um so i don't think he would have lasted the whole season anyway even if he was still here i think maybe we had him till christmas but i think we'd have had him till christmas and he'd have kept us out of the bottom three so it's um it's an interesting one um i, ju- I just think there's a there's a warnock factor about things you know what i mean he's just he just knows the championship mm. so well. And I kind of, the one thing in the back of my mind, and thankfully he didn't go to QPR, but when there was talk he was going to QPR, the first thing a lot of Huddersfield Town fans thought is there's just so much irony in that. Like you get rid of a manager who is there to basically keep you in the league, then he's going to go to another team and possibly take that place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? From Huddersfield. So, yeah. Um, I just hope he doesn't end up picking a job up in March in the Championship. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be in. That you know, at this point, like not to be too negative, but like death is the only gonna thing that's going to keep him from <laughs> coming back to football. I think at yeah, that yeah. point in the season. Um, so Darren Moore, I think, was a bit harshly done at Sheffield Wednesday because I know. Uh, some people will say, oh, well, with that squad, you should be winning League One, but uh, you can see so many times that it doesn't work out like that. Um, so he got them promoted and 
I think they made a mistake because they're rubbish this season. Uh, so is Dan Moore a good enough replacement for Warnock to sort of justify getting rid of him at that point of the season? Mm, it's um, it's a huge question, this. One that has been debated throughout the fan base um, mm. a lot. Um, I'd say you split into kind of three camps where it's the diehard Warnocks and it's like there's no life after Warnock. Um, there's one that I, t- I think I'm probably in this one where it's like I'd, I wasn't not diehard Warnock, and but I just wanted Warnock for the security. I'd have taken Darren Moore. I'd have taken Darren Moore after Christmas. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. I'd, I'd have just loved us to build up kind of a decent amount of points before then. Um, and then you've kind of you've you have it in every kind of fan base. The people who just stick by whatever the club do. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm. Um, I. Look, I, and this is everything I heard from Chef Wednesday fans seems to be playing out at very quickly for town. He's a lovely bloke. He comes across great. But some of his tactical decisions have been very questionable. The only thing that um, I think he's got in his defence here is that the squad that he's been playing with um, these few games he's been in charge is very depleted, a lot of injuries going, and there's just no depth there. So mm. it's it's very difficult for him to be playing players that don't have that experience, championship experience, and kind of expecting a lot from him. But he's also, he's, some of his decisions are just, yeah, it's just interesting. He, he makes the right decisions, but he makes the right decisions when we're 3-0 three, three down already. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, yeah, too late. Yeah, yeah, too late, too little, too late. But, I think regardless, I mean, unless it's getting absolutely terrible and we're bottom of the league by, you know what I mean, January, I think you've got to see it out with him because these last three, three seasons, we've had, we've just been chopping and changing too much and you never, it's never good for a football club, that is it. You need a bit of stability. You need, you need to give him some time, get his own players in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, quite right. Um, I think it's probably... A little bit comparable to what Birmingham have done, where sometimes you think, well, you, as you said, have Warnock till Christmas, make sure you're going to be staying up, and then you can hire a new manager and mm-hmm. new things then. But it's weird to do it either at when they did rather than like January, maybe when you've got yeah. possibility to sign some players, or in the summer, doing it when, I mean, uh, Moore hasn't had the chance to buy his own players, has he really? No. So, um, and you think Birmingham, it hasn't really worked for them because, I mean, we beat them easily. They're just, it's a bit of a risk. So, uh, but you think stick with him. Yeah. I think stick with him, but I, 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 there's a, there are question marks around it in that sense. Like if he was, because obviously he was available in the summer, I guess I can't, I, can't, I don't 100% know the time frame if I'm being honest, but. They, they must have offered it one or before obviously more became available but do you know what I mean if the, inside that football world they must have known that Darren Moore wasn't gonna and the new ownership came out saying um they had to act quickly on getting more in and that was one of the reasons Warnock left but that was also like mm, did you really have to act quickly if he'd be he's been out of the job for a few months you know what I mean he's been sat there waiting but there were, then there was some uh, 
talk about it was due to his contract at Wednesday anyway. But but yeah, it's it it just all seems a bit yeah. It's it's going to be very interesting anyway. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. it, it might be depressing, but there's always going to be something to talk about with Huddersfield Town. Hmm. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your recent performances because uh, one win in five, but two big defeats to Cardiff and Leeds, who are in good form. But uh, what's what's been the issue? Because Huddersfield not in an awful position, a few points above the drop zone. But hmm. uh, yeah, how have the performances been? Um, well. Injuries have been a massive issue, um, mm -hmm. so we've had a lot of players out, and we'll we'll touch on this later when we go through town players. I'm sure, but it looks like hopefully a few of them will be back for this, which will be nice because um, we're just playing a lot of lads who are in the B team. Who I won't, I won't say they're young. It's not like we're playing you know like 17, 18 year olds, but you're playing you're playing a lot of early twenty year olds who probably haven't had enough championship football to to be thrown in um, at places like Leeds and Birmingham away and things like that um, not that do you know what I mean St Andrews isn't the most intimidating thing especially when they haven't when they've got half the ground missing um, but do you know it's a, it is a lot to ask but it, the, it's been a very mixed bag so before the international break I saw a lot of different kind of styles for me from more um i saw some really good stuff so we played ipswich at home and we used the whip really well we were attacking down the 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 flanks and it was very direct and i thought well oh, that's this is good to see using sober thomas and josh caroma out wide and getting balls in the box but then also uh i mean obviously the We've he's he's had three he's been in charge of three games where we've conceded four goals. So the four nil away at Birmingham, four one defeat away to Leeds, and the four nil home defeat to Cardiff. The Cardiff one's a bit of a freak one though. It was do you know it's one of those where you have but when you actually look at the stats of the game, Town had a similar amount of shots as Cardiff, and when you look at the Cardiff goals, it's one of those where everything just fell to them at the right time, mm. but. It's that kind of game management stuff that I was touching on earlier, where it's you go two 0 down, boof, you shore it up. You, it's just a little bit too late. It's, this is what happened at Leeds. He, you four 0 down at half time. He changes it completely. Changes it to the better. Where I know Leeds probably went down to seventy five percent, fifty percent, but Town were really hard to break down, and Leeds didn't really have a sniff. Um, and the it's just. Just the smart. He needs to be a bit, for me. He needs to be a bit quicker with his decisions. Um, and sorry, <laughs> I've been waffling so long. Um, what were we on? We were on about how the performance have been. So it's been it's a very basically something about how the, they've been playing football. Yeah, the win. That's one. That one win was QPR, and we were very good yeah. for twenty minutes, and then we sat behind the ball for the rest of the game. So it's another example of I just. It's like the tack. The the tactics. Are probably right, but they're just never coming at the right time, which is a really interesting thing to watch. Yeah, I mean, at least you did get the win against QPR because yeah. they're down there at the bottom. But you, yeah, when you're no one does it, I think psychologically, it must be so brave to go for more goals when you're already winning in such mm. an important game like that. But QPR are shocking, so oh, but that's it. You, you go 2 0 up, and we 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 actually 
probably could have gone three or four. And it was just, yeah. it was a weird moment in the game where you just saw everything just back off a bit and you're just inviting it on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hmm. Yeah, we've conceded quite a few goals from set pieces this season as well, which is a bit worrying. Well, you won't concede one on Saturday. <laughs> we've not scored from a set piece this season. Uh, well, that's good. That's good uh, to hear. Well, it might be your first. Yeah. Anyway. We, we signed Scott Twine, who's allegedly the set piece yeah. specialist. Garbage. I mean... <laughs> I think the thing is, once you get the first, once you once he misses the first few or misses, hits the first yeah. few set pieces, then the pressure's on him because he was he scored free kicks at a higher rate than even Ward Prowse, yeah. uh, and now he just can't score any because you know the confidence is is gone. Yeah. But um, yeah, so maybe if Huddersfield are rubbish at conceding you know yeah. corners and stuff maybe we can have a chance there but uh yeah so Huddersfield is usually a bit of a bogey game for us um the last uh six times we've played Huddersfield uh, we haven't had a win or oh, seven times including before we were in, even in the Premier League and we've lost uh five of those as you mentioned the draw um I've pretty much yeah the game against Huddersfield last season the one-all draw Probably going to be similar this time. We've had a lot of one-all draws at home this year. That's the main thing we need to work on at home uh, is breaking these teams down. So how do you expect uh, Huddersfield to play on Saturday and who are the main uh, good players in the Huddersfield team to look out for? Um, I'd like to think he's learnt from... So I'd like to think he's learnt from Watford and when he's changed it and gone a bit more defensive when he knows he needs to do it. And when you're away from home, I think you've got to be doing that anyway. When you're in Huddersfield's position where, well, we've got a few injuries, squad's a bit light. Um, so I, I'll, I'm going to say it's, it'll be quite a defensive setup. Having said that, he hasn't done the press conference yet, but they put out a video today of them in training and it looks like David Kasumu was training with the squad again, as was um, Danny Ward. Danny Ward probably, li- I'm going to say Danny Ward won't start, but he might be on the bench. Um, Sauber Thomas has been brilliant these last few games, especially with um, these injuries in. He's really, injuries in, and we, we had Hog out for, um, I think he'd got um, God knows how many yellow cards, so he missed the last game. Um, but, uh, Sauber Thomas has stepped up massively for me. I think he's been brilliant, like showing professionalism and a bit of um, maturity in his game, which I think he'd lack the last couple of seasons. Um, and I, I think the one thing I'll give Darren more credit to him, I think he's he's doing something with Sauber Thomas that maybe other managers haven't done 
since Carlos. I mean, Carlos got the best out of him in the sense that he, he knew how to exploit that kind of how good his delivery is. But hmm. I feel like Darren Moore's taken his all overall game just to just to be a bit more I don't know, giving him a bit more um just a bit more fight about him. Kind of taking a bit of hog from a bit of hog into Sober Thomas for me, just being a bit better. Um Lee Nichols will probably start in net. Then you you probably have your back four of like um Helic, Lees and Pearson, I think, uh, back three and then probably probably be playing wing backs, which he seems mm-hmm. to have played a few times this season. Um and then uh, Jack, we're missing Jack Rudoni, who's been very good. That that's gonna be a, that's been a very big miss for us. Um mm-hmm. uh so you've you've got at the moment really in the middle, it's Hogg will be back at least. Um and then Ben Wiles, who we, we signed from Rotherham this summer. So it, it's sounding better than when we played Watford last week because we had um, a number of B-team lads stepping in. So it's just already... Thanks for making me talk for it because it's making me feel a little bit better mm. to, to know that we might have a few more of the first team as well. Well, I've got bad news for you that uh, Jaden Philogene missed the game at West Brom, but he's going to be back. Yeah, um, I was hoping he'd miss this one as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, he's been just incredible. I kn- knew he was going to be a really good signing, but I thought that he'd be getting to these sort of levels towards the back end of, of this season. I knew he would be a really good player, but... You know, he was a bit profligate at uh, Cardiff, but then so far he's been just amazing and mm. um, definitely our best player, uh, at least in an attacking sense. Yeah. So, I mean, we've not tonked anyone at the KCOM uh, or the MKM since we beat QPR last season. Uh, Will on the podcast has predicted us to win 3-0 since that game and we've not yet done that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I really hope it, it, this could be either 1-1 one, one or, you know, a, a lucky... Huddersfield win, as tends to happen against Huddersfield, but I hope we can we can get some goals. Um, glad you mentioned how good Sorber Thomas has been because every week I do a combined lineup. I'll just get it up on the screen. Uh, but for people listening in, it's nine Hull City players, and then I've included Sorber Thomas because uh, our wingers are sometimes injured or uh, for the jeans being the only good one. Uh, Twine and Traore aren't really wingers, and then uh, Helic at the back. So he scored. Is he your top scorer with four goals? So... He, is, he is top scorer at the moment, centre-back top goal scorer, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that just shows that That's you're better at set pieces than we are. But speaking of goal scorers, I said I was going to ask you about this. What's the what's the situation with Jordan Rhodes? Because I know City, I think this, we have a similar situation. We loaned out Oscar Estepinian, who was our top scorer last year. Rhodes tearing up at Blackpool, should he come back mm. in January? Um. Oh, it's a it's a great question. So Jordan Rhodes, he absolutely loves League One, doesn't he? I think I think we know that now. He's gone back to Blackpool and he can't stop scoring. Well, he used to love the Championship. He did, he did, he did, he did. But I just think uh, he's that. If you want Jordan Rhodes to be successful, you build a squad around Jordan Rhodes. Um, Mm. He needs that supply. He needs he needs a lot of balls into the box. So it depends what Darren Moore wants to do, doesn't it? I I, I don't think I've seen that in in the last few games where I think Jordan Rhodes just comes into this game and do you know what I mean? We're not we're not creating loads of chances and missing them in and around the box. Where I'm thinking, oh God, if we'd have had Rhodes, we'd have won mm. this. So 
So maybe not, maybe. I, it's another thing where will um, Kevin Nagel, the new owner, will he back more and give him some funds? Um, it's one of those. So uh, I I just want Rhodes back because he's so close to scoring um, 100 goals for town. So um, hmm. I think it's 100. It sounds a lot, but I think it is 100, which is mad. Um so I just want him back for that, really. I just want him to reach 100 yeah. for town, to be honest. Un yeah. Unfortunately, he's had two stints at the club and most of those came in the, the first <laughs> about 10 years ago. When he when he scored so about 50 in a season. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Darren Moore does because obviously he, he's managed him before when he was at Wednesday. So um, whether he'll be like, yeah, yeah, he could do something here. Um, mm -hmm. We'll see, won't we? Um, I would always welcome him back, though, just for just for that. Mm -hmm. uh, who will start up front on Saturday? Is it this Bert Sog player? Is it? I think uh, I might be making this up. Is it Harrett? Bergzog has picked up an injury, and I I talk about that video. He did, he wasn't in the video, so I'm I'm guessing he's going to be out for another couple of weeks, unfortunately, because he has been very good. So he's on loan from probably getting this wrong. Um, might be main mines mines that yeah. sounds right yeah he's on he's on loan from mines he's um i don't know if you ever remember we had a player called um raji van lapara um mm. who was yeah like a attacking winger so he reminds me a bit of him he's very direct he likes to be skillful i don't know why i'm talking about him because he's not going to be there unfortunately um but i i think he's, he's been a a shining light um in these last few games of uh just someone who looks like they, they want to score goals and have a bit of fun. Um, we had Kyle Hudlin. Uh, I don't know how tall he is, like seven foot or something, up front against Watford. Over 200 centimetres, according to yeah. him. <laughs> I, d I don't think he, for me, didn't he didn't create anything in an, a, like, a, I didn't think he was going to score a goal, but his hold-up play was very good. He, there was a lot of times he got a long ball up to him, held it up and laid it off really well. Um, he's he's a, he's all right. He's an asset, and he. I, I always think if if you're on the pitch right with ten minutes to go, and you see this <laughs> seven foot lad coming on up front, and you're a defender, you're thinking, "Blooming out, who's this? What's he gonna do?" do you, that kind of thing. I think he's he can, uh, yeah, make make a few defenders a bit worried when he comes mm -hmm. on. And then we've had a uh, young Harrett, who's um, from the academy, uh, been playing up front, who's also, he's technically a very good player. He's a, he's a goal scorer, but I think he might need someone else up there with him. And Darren Moore's mainly been playing with kind of one, one lad up front at the moment, which is better for Danny Ward. So mm. hopefully Wardy is fit, but it's, it probably will be Harrett or Hudlin, I think. Or he might surprise you and put Josh Karoma up there because it looks like he might be back as well. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So, um, last thing to ask is, what's your prediction for this game? Because I think I, I'm scared to predict a, a City win because our record against Huddersfield is just so poor. Um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, we don't. I don't really ever think we're anyone's bogey team but it is like since is it 2015 or 2016 or something you haven't beaten us so. yeah it was the first game we had when we got relegated from the yeah. Premier League the second time and it was 2015 August 2015 um 
So, I mean, you are due a win, really. It's been a long time. <laughs> That's uh, true every time, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think on my podcast, I said that we would um, lose this game 2-1. Um, but I just think if if he if we if he sets up to annoy um and we keep it tight for whatever 60 70 minutes cuz you you lot but you've been getting really good crowds aren't you this season like this this things are, are getting looking up for Hull so but if if we keep it keep it quiet keep you lot quiet you get you a bit aggy you know what i mean <laughs> um you never know maybe we can nick a, a nil nil or a, a one one yeah. um but I, I i i just think your the quality that you've got in uh especially going forward in just worries me a bit um so i i'll say a two one to hull <laughs> oh, wow. kind of. um yeah i mean uh, Ants commented in saying, joking, that would be 1 0 Huddersfield, but yeah. uh, and then comments again, now this is the year, 2 0 City. I mean, I really hope so. As I said, we, I mean, we have the opportunity to beat anyone easily at home because of the attacking options we have. They just don't, they just don't, though. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what it is, but under the senior, we basically either only win away or only win at home. We mm. very rarely. Are able to put yeah. a home win and away win back to back. We did that last week and then lost at West Brom. So we last home game we beat Preston. We needed that because we hadn't won in five games. We had had five, was it four draws and a, a loss mm. or five, five draws and a, a loss. So I think hopefully at the very least I imagine Philogene could get a goal. So it could be one nil. But uh, I'm not that confident. I think I think we might just have enough. I can't. I don't have the confidence to predict anything more than one goal. So I'm going to say another one nil for the Jing win, and if that's all it takes. But yeah, I imagine that setting up defensively against us, like Plymouth did a few weeks ago, that is definitely the way to go yeah. against us. Because if you play openly, we can beat you. That's yeah. what we like. That's what we do away from home. So, so yeah, Tom, thank you very much for coming on. No, uh, do you want to just shout out uh, what you do? Um, yeah, so um, I'll, I'm on the podcast Andy Takes That Chance, um, the Huddersfield Town podcast, and my Twitter is at Thomas Bradshaw, I think it is. So, yeah, check it out. I do some uh, doodles, basically, if you do a bit of football stuff as well, so you never know, there might be a whole, whole thing might pop up someday. <laughs> cool. Well, I've got one little uh, shout-out, and then we can end the episode. I had the pleasure of meeting Lisa Dawson, who is married to uh, Hull City coach Andy Dawson as well, so that's the link. And I, I saw them at their office in um, at the stadium recently, and they're a great charity um, who help uh, sort of underachieving uh, primary school kids with their education, and they, they take them to Hull KR and to the stadium, and they measure the pitch and stuff like that. So uh, definitely look into what they do. And uh, yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting them. So I said, I'll share it out on the podcast, which is what we like to do here. So thanks to everyone who's liked and commented. Uh, looking very forward to the uh, next episode. And then after that, we're going to be going to the Football Content Awards final in uh, Liverpool. So wish us luck there. And that'll be a great opportunity. So thanks again. Thanks, Tom. And we'll see you again next week.
days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.